Welcome everyone. <laughs> Episode one, we had the gloves on. Now we're taking the gloves off, and it's time to get real. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We have a lot of, to air out. There's a lot of uh, episode one Bs and one Cs and one Ds that we've have had in the middle, but uh, we're just gonna keep it to ourselves. We lost one episode to cannabinoids. Okay. We lost another episode in the airport. <laughs> yeah, that was probably our, like a really nice podcast that was a, that was was a just, good wholesome time it was too yeah. nice though it was too safe yeah, it was very we're here positive. to take gloves off yeah oh yeah Glove yeah shot. we were just high from our trip to boston we were yeah. glowing in the city of brick i don't know about you guys i was nervous as fuck. i'm about to fly and that weather the whole day it was just cloudy and rainy and yeah. storming and then we were gonna take off it just reminded me of flight. I do, Denzel Washington movie. Yeah, I do remember like looking in your eyes and just seeing like a thunderstorm <laughs> in your eyes. Yeah. Death. So, well, should we just get right into it and air our grievances about um, modern society? So, yeah. married people will never reciprocate the amount of money and time and energy that single people spend on them. And attention. And attention. Mm-hmm. Our most valuable commodity. <laughs> we have an attention economy. We do. You could say. Now. Nowadays. Yes, definitely. And single people are not are not basking in it. We're not thriving in this this world with weddings and babies and parties and showers and bachelorette parties. Yeah. So we encourage you to throw yourself a shower. Yeah. And if you're if that's too egotistical, throw yourself a little sprinkle. Yeah. Any chance you get to celebrate your singleness, <clears throat> I say go for it. Because there are no, there's no cultural ceremonies set up for just celebrating who you are, yeah. except for a birthday. a birthday. But with a birthday, I feel a weird pressure because then it's like, oh, now it's assumed that you're supposed to be doing, which is also why I would feel weird setting up a registry when I'm getting married. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine if we set up registries for our birthdays? Like, that to me is how ridiculous it is that, like, Jeremy and Rebecca, like, are registered at West Elm and they want this salad bowl and you have to get it to them if you want to go to their barn wedding three hours away, figure out how to get there, okay, first of all, in the hotel, it's $500. Like, it's just so much. And by the way, you're expected to have a five-minute speech prepared. (laughs) So don't stress out about that for the next five months. Yeah. Yeah, and even before you get to the wedding, you got to go to the wedding shower. And before you go to the wedding shower, you got to go to the bachelorette party. And oh, before that, there's an engagement party. Oh, yeah. There's an engagement (laughs) party. Oh, and by the way, uh, Jeremy and Rebecca, they accidentally did it without protection, so there's going to be a little Jeremy and Rebecca on the way, and for that, you're going to be out another six, 700 bucks at the gender reveal party. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have a gender reveal party, and then after that, they're going to have a baby shower, and then oh, they got it pregnant again, and then second child, Oops. they're going to have a sprinkle. Oops, just a sprinkle for this one. That'll be another $550. <laughs> wait, wait. We need new bibs. Just want to put it out there. Just, just a little caveat. You guys are assuming that at the gender review party, they mm-hmm. didn't start a forest fire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to be out 
50 grand. <laughs> and you're going to be put into jail because they left it to you to hold the gender and, and oh do the fireworks. God. And you're now and... responsible for planting 5,000 Norway spruce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God, it just sucks. All of it sucks so much. Um, and I have a lot of resentment for the whole... What would you call that? Is it an industry? The wedding industry? The wedding... It is. Yeah. It is. It is yeah. a big industry. Uh, so the reason I was like totally silent while you guys were like going on a little cute <laughs> rant. Back and forth. And then... like, like, it's like a tennis match of like just ranting about... Um, your experiences mm. I feel like in India mm. it's like it's a slight, slightly different like we have these big fat Indian weddings uh, I think Vicky you had a point where you were like now it's gotten out of hand mm. in the western world but yeah. earlier it was like more, a little more modest maybe. yeah more ceremonial yeah I don't I think with India it's always been like that we've always had big weddings we've had mm. like TV shows on um, these travel and living shows called the big fat Indian wedding mm. and like whatnot and uh, because it's a whole industry and then there's the matchmaking industry which I think I don't know if you guys yeah. saw that saw that yeah. show like of yeah. course Indian matchmaking uh-huh. and more on the traditional side of like the more traditional Indian families definitely indulge in that but yeah with our kind of generation I think it's getting a little bit better people are more like okay these are the people I want at my wedding. They're important. And we don't care about showing off to the rest of the world as mm-hmm. much. Or maybe they do. They still oh, do a little bit. Yeah. I think but, there's two different types of people. It's like those people are like, we're just going to have a small thing and it's going to yeah. be chill. But and then there's people who like go all out. Yeah, but you had an interesting point about um, the society here being a little more gift-oriented. So yeah. Like, gifts I are feel like super important. American weddings, it's like there's a registry you're going to Target, you're scanning things, yeah. and you're like sending out a piece of paper to your family and friends and coworkers and neighbors yeah. with like a list of things that you want. And here's my issue with that. That's fine if it's 1950 and you have never lived in your own house because you live with your parents and your fiance does also. Mm. And you're 19 years old because <laughs> it's 1950. <laughs> and then you move into one house together for the first time and you have nothing. So yeah. Your friends and family get together and they buy you essential items. But it is 2021. We've all been living in apartments with our boyfriends and whatever for like nine years. And then you, what, now you want a new blender? Now you want like a new hamper? That's the problem. You already have towels. You already have a can opener, Rebecca. Because I know Rebecca's responsible for that (sighs) registry. She's so picky. But then Jeremy on the other hand, he's like... Give me that new, give me that, give me that new baseball. What do they want? What do they want? I don't know what Jeremy. Jeremy probably wants like new towels, like extra, extra large cotton towels, because he's like the towels Rebecca have are too small. I need some See, I see, towels. I see Jeremy as being more of well, happy wife, happy life. Mm, he's that guy. Yeah. Because he's getting married, so he's already <laughs> like first of all, <laughs> that's what he's doing. So that's the kind of guy he is. His his viewpoint is like she wants to do the registry. She mm. wants the big wedding. I just want her to be happy. He's like, but you know what? I think I'll have some whiskey glasses. Yeah, actually throw that on there. Put some tumbler, whiskey tumbler. I'm going to get a nice bar. Wait, can we get the sound of the scanner again? Wait, of the ice? The scanner, the registry. 
<laughs> wait, wait. Just back up five seconds and do what you did. I don't remember. I don't remember what you I said, did. You said he wants the whiskey glasses. Beep, beep. <laughs> and I quote. Full stop. Let the record show. But like, but... But <laughs> totally lost my train of thought over there. Cats. That's what I do. I throw the wild card at you. You don't know Cats, how to deal uh, with it. Cats. You think it's all aces and jacks and kings and queens in this deck? There's a joker. Oh, boy. There's a joker in there. Okay. All right. Beep, beep. We got the whiskey glasses. We got yeah, the bar. You. We got the bar towels. Um, and that's what Jeremy wants. And that's what Jeremy needs. Because happy wife, happy life. And he's going to slowly creep into alcoholism. So. <laughs> he gets all, his Starts with the whiskey. And he's balding. He's got a lot of stress at work. And he's going to need a drink to take the edge off. And the kids, they've just been really doing not good in math class. So I think it, one has dyslexia. And then we got his <laughs> you know what? Now that you guys have painted such a, a clear picture of Jeremy and Rebecca, yeah, is it are. problematic that Jeremy is a little, let's just say, a little on the little rounded man, yeah. a little on the heavier side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe is it a problem? I mean, uh, this is what I'm imagining. I'm sure you guys Jeremy are... married up. Like, he knows, like, Ooh. I gotta lock this down. Like, this is not gonna, you know, this yeah. is it. Because yeah. I'm getting older. Rebecca, she looks great. Yeah. I just wanna. I also wanna update our um, uh, update our viewers, our listeners mm. already. Uh, yeah. So we are watching Italy versus England, the Euro 2020 final, on the side, and um, Cal's happy right now because mm. England just scored in like the third minute. Not even the third minute. Two minutes in. Yes, and. And uh, Vicky's just sad because she likes I Italians. like the Italians because they're hot. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're really hot. I like their noses. I'm really into the whole thing that Italy has going on. And even when they're whiny babies. Whoa. Yeah. It's a good girl. It's a good girl. Clean. Gosh. England is my city. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good finish, actually. It's gorgeous. Let's Erotic. just turn this into a sports podcast. <laughs> I'll all just right, talk okay. about how hot all the guys are, and you guys can do, you know. Yeah, I like the way they move the ball down the pitch on that play. Yeah. And and you know what? Luke Shaw, man, Luke Shaw, this guy, this guy's always been around, right? And when finally he gets his chance, he connects, and he takes it. Right, Cal? An inspired competitor. He's faced opposition from the entire league for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. No, but yeah, I, I totally, yeah, totally see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> All this talk reminds me of that those shows where it'll be, a, and we talked about this before, where it'll be a couple and they're like, okay, here's three houses. Mm. Now go be a couple and see which one your wife likes more. Yeah. yeah. What? What? You got to watch these shows, I'm telling you. And yeah. I'm not using the word lately. I don't call people that. But those guys are. Yeah, they're like really pushovers, and they're pushover is probably a more. I'll, a kinder. Put <laughs> some Petey Pablo. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're Push talking about. Over. What are those like house hunters? And they look at three houses, and it's all fake, by the and way. She's they like, already hmm, have house. I like the flooring, but not the way. <laughs> Rebecca's looking for something yeah. next to the city. Yeah. And Jeremy's looking for something with uh, an open concept. But really what Jeremy's looking for is some love 
finally an acceptance from Rebecca. Plot twist. <laughs> We'd also appreciate it if it was close to an Alcoholics Anonymous center. <laughs> Their budget is five dollars <laughs> in San Francisco. Ooh. Yeah. yeah so, so I had a I had something else, but like fuck, I forgot totally. I wanted to talk about okay. There's two topics. Mm-hmm. One. What is that word when you're like aggressive, passive aggressive? Mm-hmm. We should have a segment called uh, Cal's passive aggressive segment where he's not really <laughs> passive aggressive, but he's aggressive though, but really not passive about it, but he thinks that it's passive aggressive. I would call that more Cal's playful condescending <laughs> corner. Look, I mean, when he puts condescension. <laughs> when he puts on his uh, he puts on his Jack Nicholson voice. Yeah. And he does his like head shake. And then and he condenses into condenses uh, <laughs> into a passive Jack Nicholas. <laughs> oh okay. yeah. Do I have a chance to defend myself? <laughs> See, it started. It started. That there was the is. introduction to the second. You know what's funny is I didn't even mean for that to be condescending, but it just flows right it's out. Playfully. It flows so right out of me. Yeah, it's not cruel or unwanted. It's playfully. Yeah. Jack Nicholson-y. It's, it's lovely. It's, uh, it's I lovely. really enjoy it, actually. I think you yeah. might want to question opening the door to this segment. Because if you <laughs> open this door... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, maybe might happen. This is like the door in The Shining. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that door. Don't open it. I'm going to... Yeah, room 237 in my brain. Uh-huh. I'm going to go home and write notes, and then I'll punch in my voice uh-huh. with the condescension. Oh. <laughs> okay. There's too many dogs in this neighborhood. No. Oh yeah, let's, I don't let's, think, no, let's, let's actually let's get into that. Let's not get into that because that's going to upset a lot of people, Cal. I don't opinion. think it's that much of a controversial take, though. Yeah. Because here's too. why. If you're a dog lover, you should be advocating for the rights of the animal as well. Mm. And that's really what this take is. I love dogs. I do. Yeah. I have nothing against dogs. My problem is when people aren't ready to own dogs or they're mm, not in the exactly. right place yeah. to own a dog. But they force it because they're sad or whatever. I think that's most people, though. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh There's too many. People get dogs, like, real impulsively. No, but you're right. You're right. I totally support that. Yeah. Uh, And also just, okay, now this is maybe where my personal bias comes in because I like to walk around the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And I'll be walking, and I'm the only, first of all, I'm the only one without a dog. I'm canine-free out here. And I'll be walking on the sidewalk and there's somebody with their dog in front of me and the dog can't just walk because I, he knows I'm behind him. Mm-hmm. So the whole time he's walking, just st- looking back, <laughs> checking back on me and it makes me feel like a creep. Mm-hmm. And then the owner's like, what? Like, who's that? And now I feel like I'm in my own neighborhood and I'm like scaring your dog because I'm walking. Here's... here's Here's how I see And there's over the sidewalks. Yeah, yeah. People are bad about that. Just a different take on it, right? Here's how I see it. The dog looks around, and the dog's like, I want to talk to this guy. And then what it's basically trying to do is convince its, usually, like, it's, it's human to be like, can you be friends with this guy already? Because mm. this awesome, tall, tall Jack Nicholson looking lookalike. <laughs> <laughs> Now I look like him. <laughs> Next, I'm going to be making jokes about... Yeah. Oh I would like, if we're on the topic of dogs and dogs that are walking, I would like to say I get really sad when people are walking their dog and their dog is like sniffing the ground yeah. and they move it along. Yeah. And I'm like, keep going. And I'm like, 
what the fuck? That dog is sniffing, and this is like, it's time to be outside. Let the dog sniff the ground. There's mm-hmm. too many. They're taking over. Because a dog needs to be able to be a dog. Yeah. It needs to be able to sniff and run around. You know, These dogs out here, they have no agency. You cannot even defecate if you're a canine without being watched. How sad is that? I walk out, I go on these walks, the dogs are staring at me while I'm behind them. Then there'll be one who, who goes off to yeah. use the bathroom, and they're sitting there pooping, and they look at me like, oh, I'm sorry, you have to watch me do this. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? It's sad. Aww. Imagine every time you have to poo, there's mm. people watching. Yeah. Yeah. There's people with leftovers walking by. <laughs> leftovers. <laughs> Why that detail? <laughs> That's just shady side. That's my neighborhood. It's dogs and leftovers. Dogs That's all I see. To go containers. And then me. Wait, can we address? Can we talk about shady side a little bit? What, Please. What it, what it is and like, where do we think it's going? Like shady side is a very interesting area, and I think we found its equivalent in Boston as well. Mm. Right. Yeah, I think so. What was it? A similar. I, what was it, area by the public Boston Public Library? Yeah, we were like Newbury Street. We were yeah. like, this is like Shady Side. I believe yeah. it's called Back Bay. Oh, oh good we memory. Back, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. it. So, what I. So, Shady Side is interesting. And the fact. The only reason I want to talk about it is because you put it beautifully. Dogs and leftovers. Mm. Like, all these places, like food places, but all these students living there mm-hmm. of course they're going to these amazing places having a great time but taking their leftovers back <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. but also they want dogs sometimes uh, uh-huh, so, uh-huh. Yeah. and they will impulsively buy them yes and yeah not give it a second thought yeah but, and then not let the dog sniff the ground god the thing bums <laughs> me out more when a dog is like yanked by the collar and you just wanted to fucking yeah, sniff. Yeah. You strengthened my argument. You gave me one more bullet point. Mm. We just... People are too impatient. There's the sniffing. We're walking in the city. Let's go. Keep going. Yeah, I only... Yeah, oh, a, it's my lunch break. Yeah, it's a human... We, we live together in this small apartment. I gotta take you for a walk. It's my lunch break. Mm. Don't so, sniff. Keep going. Keep so, going. So about shady side then, what are the, what are some things that kind of irk you in a way? Dogs? What else? Are there any sort of things about shady side that you like? Uh... Well, the stereotypes of like snootiness and sort of a waspy vibe. That's mm-hmm. true, definitely. Yeah. Like really? deeper time, into shady side. Every time I'm sure. in shady side, I like definitely see like an older woman with like a pearl necklace, and I just think it's so funny. It's like they still exist. It's like not in just movies. I mean, I really thought it was, it was like older students. Yeah. Well, I think but it there's is. like shops there, and that's where they go shopping. Oh. But Squirrel Hill, though. But Squirrel Hill, though. Is a, is on Way more level. character in Squirrel yeah. Hill. Different yeah. level. Yeah. Different level, yeah. Yeah, I love Squirrel Hill so much. Like, all the people, all the characters. Yeah. Have you spent... Places. Have you checked... What were your thoughts on, like, North Squirrel Hill? That's I'd where I think Squirrel Hill North is the yeah. bougie. Yes. Yeah, Squirrel Hill South is, like, where I'm at. And it's, like... <clears throat> just, like, a... It's, like, at the bottom of the hill. So, it's, like... You don't really want to live there because you got to walk up the hill. <laughs> What's the dog situation there? Um, there, I think there's a lot of dogs in Squirrel Hill, and there's like a, they don't pick up after them. That's like really rude. There was like one time in my neighborhood, someone like took a picture of someone who didn't clean up their dog poop, oh, and like man. put it on like a stop sign, and they're like these people don't Same. pick up after their dogs. We have a few of those in our neighborhood, and shame them. Publicly. I thought we closed the door on this, but you just reminded me of another one: the barking. <laughs> You live in this neighborhood where there's all these dogs. One barks, 
Now he's barking. She's barking. Now the whole neighborhood's barking. Do you want to correct me? Do you want to go outside? I'll take you in the back and correct you. (laughs) When you said in the back, it kind of changed the meaning for me. Yeah. (laughs) You've been doing this. You've been just doing this this little extra today. Which is this like, what are the sound he makes? Like, huh, huh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's kind of a little little bit of a vibe. Yeah. I'm Taking it too far. <laughs> I'm a changed man. Okay. Boston has changed you. Wait, so quick question, just uh, just to quickly um, check in on this. Are you still as hungry as we you, you were feeling hungry in Boston, or has the Pittsburgh water kicked in? I think it's subsided. Yeah. I think the hunger was we were doing a lot. Walking. We were moving a lot. Mm-hmm. I was getting up earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of activity. I liked that. I was just telling, so I was just thinking about it, like the reason why Boston on one week, or one week and two weekends, kind of feels like such a long time is because we did so many things, mm-hmm. and that's a good thing, because if you go back to your childhood, our school years seemed so long, mm-hmm. remember we would like yeah. go through so much, we lived a whole life in just one year of school. That's true. And now we just go through years and it's Christmas Blurs again. Blurs together. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like... The... It's novelty. It's the lack of novelty. Exactly. Yeah, I think we talked about this in the airport. Yeah, yeah like... we need this. We need to do a lot of things at some point. Mm-hmm. And then ru- routine has its value too. So you go through the routine for some time but then you mix it up mm-hmm. and you do a trip like Boston we're doing a lot at the same time because in school our milestones were which kind of separated out our lives in a way mm-hmm. so we had like for me at least they were, they were like the half yearly midterms or exams or whatever the sports day big deal because I was part of like teams or whatever so it was you were building up to something and then there was a lot happening in that last two, three, two or three days of preparation and mm-hmm. then when it finally got done like really yeah. if you move on to the next phase of your life mm-hmm. and this is like you were living through so many phases mm-hmm. and then we did this Boston trip we were building up to it mm-hmm. we did so much over there mm-hmm. and then this is the post-Boston phase and then yeah. we should break it again with something in our lives yeah. like even in our own lives with other areas of our lives I feel like wow. it is, it's important to kind of feel like we are alive otherwise we'll just like get done with so many years mm-hmm. without even knowing yeah that's how you waste a life right yeah yeah. You do the same things over and over. And that's how you also get dementia, they say. Yes. Yeah. Because I was just... Uh, actually, Michael Porter was talking about it, I feel. Uh, oh, no, wait. Somebody else was talking about it. It's was like, it Brene? No. Sorry. <laughs> it was not. It was not Brene. It was... Uh, um, I don't know who it was, but like basically the idea is that our brain is totally capable of building new neural connections. Mm-hmm. And you should. you need to utilize that. So the way you do that is you put yourself in situations which are new for the brain. Mm-hmm. So for this brain, for brain to like figure this world out and process this new information, it can't use the same neural pathways. So it'll break down and build new ones. And that's how you stay young. That's mm. how you stay alive mm-hmm. in a way. Because same routine, it doesn't even do anything special. Yeah. But then there's value in routine too. But you break it up. Yeah, I hate routine and I feel really stagnant and like I go a little crazy like like Jack Nicholson in The Shining if I do routine yeah like it's easy to trick yourself into thinking that you can somehow escape having to expose yourself to stress yeah Mm. 
yeah with I'm guilty b- of that. by like building up these routines that feel safe and insulated mm-hmm. and like oh i'm in here i'm doing my thing I'm, i have enough money i have enough resources but you're really not delay you're just delaying having to get back out there and stress yourself again and possibly diluting your resiliency mm. maybe yeah 100 you know? percent. if agree. you're like shielding yourself from like any possible totally totally like thing that you can't control i mean the best way to best way to like interact with rejection as they say is like to not avoid it by like winning is not the solution to rejection the solution to rejection is to learn how to deal with rejection because you can't always win so Mm -hmm. you will have to lose a lot and if you process it right then you're then you're in Mm -hmm. then you're in this is another thing that i think we need to celebrate about our place in life as just sort of single independent people who aren't in relationships or with kids i think that we have to willingly face rejection way more yeah like like with with kids in marriage it's sort of the most human thing you can do and Mm -hmm. it's beautiful and i'm not hating on that one day i would like to think i'm open to that but I feel like when you do that, especially early, you cut off a lot of potential opportunities and you cut off seeing like what you could do, which has to be done through failure. And this was Cal's self-help corner. No, that's so interesting to think about like as a single person, like you face rejection so much. Like it's crazy how much like your heart can actually handle and like build it up again and like right. you can live through a lot. I feel like, yeah, and I've been thinking about it. I feel like I really respect you for putting it. I feel like you put yourself out there a little more than I do in the sense that I don't, I put myself out there in very protected ways because rejection is definitely hard for mm. me. Uh, so, but I still put my, I definitely do face rejection, but like I wish, I don't wish, but like I definitely want to put myself in more of those situations where I'm vulnerable and be okay with that. But also, the other thing I realized is that if you don't know how to like deal with things in a healthy way, it can really create sort of unhealthy patterns Mm -hmm. of how you process rejection. So all of a sudden, you know, sometimes I've noticed this that, Oh, I'm too comfortable being single so much so that I'm not able, that I'm not able to like adapt even a little bit when Mm -hmm. there's a new person because I'm like, oh, I've already made, Ooh, peed, made yeah. peace with my single life. I don't need to mold anything of my life. So that's why you see, uh, to like, to be with this person. So that's why you see, like, when we are younger, it's easier to, like, get into these relationships. Mm-hmm. Because you're still figuring it out. You don't know when to uh, compromise, when not to compromise. So you're just, like, acting out of a needy manner or whatever. But, like, sometimes people just stick through it. And their relationships go way back. But at this age, we know what we want, what we compromise, what we can't, mm-hmm. what our values are. So that also kind of... But when we, when you do good, get a match and if you can like process it in a healthy way, mm-hmm. it's totally worth it. But at the same time, it's a very thin it's a very thin line sort of line to walk, I feel. At least that's how I see it. I don't know what you guys think. Well, when I brought up the thing about single people and rejection, I wasn't necessarily just referring to dating or romance Mm -hmm. like what you're saying about this dj who hit it big in his 30s but he had his wife to support him all all along Mm. 
as a single person, you usually don't have like that support system as strongly True. or as intimately. True. So even like it will manifest in your career and other areas of life yeah. where you just have to face things yourself more often. Yeah. 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 Like even moving, like you're oh in charge God, of yeah. everything for your move. Like you have to figure out everything. There's no like delegating tasks. 100%. Like you're just completely doing it. Yeah. All. I mean, this is really making me feel alone. Maybe I should get a dog. <laughs> well, if you get a dog, we'll have a little dog shower for oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah. dog oh beds and dog food. But the one with the lamb fur insulation? Of course. I'll put it on the red. All right, put it on your red. <laughs> I'll go. Beep, beep. Beep, I'll go. <laughs> we got it. We got it gag here. Like, why does my radio can sound I like... Can I talk to Bobby now? Like, no, Bobby. I think I'm going to kill him. So you stop asking <laughs> Bobby, I'm just gonna like kill that side of for, me. For the audience, Bobby is a character who came out in the Lost Couch episode <laughs> when Vicky was peeking on about 20 milligrams. Oh yeah. So, I yeah. so in Massachusetts, the beautiful state of Massachusetts, uh, marijuana is legal, <laughs> and I did take full advantage of that <laughs> when I was there. <laughs> With a cold. Oh yeah, I had a major cold, and I was just high out of my mind. <laughs> that, that day maybe I'll splice in a, a clip from oh, the couch please do yeah, Ooh, put yeah. It in the maybe that's how clip. we use the couch episode as we just yeah. cut yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the whole thing is just too much you can put yeah. in my Bobby voice so yeah. I don't please. have to do it right please. now yes. oh, we're looking everywhere Philly Sky Rummy Reggie alright 10-4 yeah. Also, I'm recalling there was a great moment in your introduction where you said something about having a cold and being high. Maybe I should say who I am, which is a person um, with a cold who has taken two weed gummies, and they are hitting. <laughs> <laughs> so this is very funny to me. Okay, yeah. Ooh, yeah. which reminds me, Kat, you had a great idea that we should be introducing each other instead oh. of introducing us, ourselves. So we should have like a weekly introduction. So like this week, oh. we, we can go, That's we right. can go like round, right? So yeah. Vicky, how would this week, how would you describe This Cal? week, I would describe Cal. I haven't seen him this week. This or is so hard. Cal. See, that's another introduction. Oh, gosh. Well, you could even just introduce me today. All right. We haven't hung out all week. I, for one, forgot what you looked like. <laughs> I have, I'm guilty of having face blindness, where if I meet someone once, like, I do not remember their face. Oh. Actually, I would even say, like, seven times I can meet someone. Wow. And, like, not be able to, like, mentally visualize their face. Like so That happened to me with, um... Is that it? Yeah. I yeah, you were like, that. he looks like this guy. <laughs> I was like, no, he has a beard, like that guy, but... Yeah, and it happened to me with with the guy I've seen, where I was like, "What does he look like?" And I'd have to look at a picture of him, <laughs> like the first five like dates, like that whole time I had to like refer to a picture. I would introduce mm. Vicky as a microwave, because it takes a little yeah. bit of time to get heated up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I you feel know, like whenever we first hang out, you're kind of polite and nice. That's so true. And then an hour in, you're joking about. Underwater sea creatures and who knows what. Yeah, it's what's troubling up with me. That? that analogy is just so troubling because that's not a microwave, it's an oven. <laughs> it's oven. <laughs> yeah, I'm an oven. That's what I said, a microwave oven. Oh, a microwave oven. This guy! Oh. Oh. The dog. thing is, it's not what I said, but I'm the editor, so <laughs> it could be what I said. It'd be like microwave oven. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, today I introduced Vicky as a microwave oven. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I do. I feel really confused by myself because I'd like to describe myself as shy, but then at the same nah. time, I'm. I love going and talking to yeah, strangers. This is where our personalities overlap, I think, yeah. because I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty introverted around the wrong type of people, or just yeah. in general. <laughs> wrong, wrong type of. But around the right type of people, you can't stop me. He is unstoppable. Okay, and I'll describe you now. This guy's unstoppable. This um, guy? Yeah, he got really... I mean, after I spent a week in Boston with him, I feel like we got to know each other. Yeah, we had more, some good talks. We had some heart-to-hearts, and um, your... Um, what do I call it? Your noises that you make. I would like to tell that story, though, maybe. It's not really much of a story. Basically, what happened is we flew to Boston, and we went to bed, and it was a normal night, and I was in the back room of the Airbnb, and I woke myself up with a loud fart. (laughs) And it was the sound of the fart echoing in the Airbnb combined with the confusion of not knowing where I was. (laughs) Terrifying. And the fart echoed from here to Mount Olympus. Mm, mm, mm -hmm. And back. (laughs) And I think visually, I'd like everyone to picture, like, Ani and I also in the bed, like the grandparents from Willow. <laughs> we were on the other side of the bed, sleeping also together, all of us. Yeah. Yeah. I think what I like... <laughs> what and I it also like, woke up us. Yeah, yeah. But I also like the real scenario of what happened. That's a fun, fantastical scenario. It's but the I real scenario... Is the fact that I farted and woke myself up, <laughs> and also you both woke up at the same time? No, no, no. no. We would jolt it no. up. Not because you heard that? it though. Like I there was a disturbance in the universe. I did yeah. a sonic <laughs> boom. But I don't think I heard a fart though. I heard like it was some kind of electromagnetic wave. Yeah, and like the water was poisoned everywhere yeah. after that. Yeah. Do not drink the water. Yeah, my grandma got gout. <laughs> yeah. That's just a non sequitur. Okay. I think, okay. I think, I do think the Boston Metro was halted for like a quick minute. From the, the, the red uh-huh. line. The yeah, red line, yeah, the God. red line. For We're a like, yeah, yeah, we, and they didn't know why, but. Yeah, yeah the red line turned into the brown line. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. She's taking it too far today. Dude. Keeps taking it always, too far. man. Like, what's, what's, what's going on today? Like, like what one happened? extra step. In one week of not seeing you. We leave you in shady side for one week. <laughs> this guy, I mean. When so that's, I... that's my introduction. Okay. Well, I've introduced you. You've introduced me. <laughs> yeah. Introduced me. Let's just. Uh, let's. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Should we both introduce? I would like you? to introduce Ani, if Wait. I can. Um, is that okay? Is that acceptable? You um, open that door, I'll come in. You leave the door closed, I'll stay right out here. Huh? Yeah, okay. I ahead. think we need an introduction for Ani. The audience needs to know about but this. This week. Just, yeah. But who he is the today. Boy. Who the boy is the boy. today. The boy. I'd actually like to introduce him. Yeah, yeah, oh, please. I'd like to introduce please. him as a man who, when he sees a set of steps, he works it. <laughs> He's working oh. those steps. He's Ooh. squatting. He's posing. Yeah. A whole other man. Something about steps. Something know? about steps. It's just like, it's like hair, like your wind blows through your hair. Yeah. Makes, and like. Makes me feel like I'm moving up in life. Yeah. Like literally. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, but also figuratively. Yeah. 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 Power. There's definitely a power when you're on yeah. steps. Everyone's like, <gasps> who is that prince? Yeah. 
He's we a were, prince from somewhere. But like those steps were magical though. Every time we got on them, we were, it, was, it was like we were talking to all of Somerville at once. Mm-hmm. Like, Somerville! Oh yeah. I loved our stoop. So we had an yeah. Airbnb that had like like cement like stoop yep. of stairs. And every night we'd get back from whatever we were doing in Boston and we would have a concert. <laughs> it would be two people on the sidewalk and then one person on the stairs dancing, singing. I mean, it was probably my favorite thing about the trip yeah. was the stoop that Cal brought out the song that I freaking love. Um, do, you, not, do you want to It's not a song. It Don't was, insult it by it calling was, it a song. What was it? So it was a, it was intro. an introduction <laughs> to <a> song. <laughs> yeah, I'm the kind of rapper, when I get on the mic, I just talk about what I'm going to do. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I would like to add, my concert actually did have an audience member, if you remember. Uh, and there's Maybe we'll splice in the video. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did have a man uh-huh. of African-American descent walk yeah. past my rap show and shake yeah. his head. He did shake his head. <laughs> He and it wasn't up and down. Wait, <laughs> it was a left to right motion. Yeah. Yeah. But doubting me for centuries. See, so I was right. He was doubting me. Yeah, they were. They were all doubting. Can we hear some of it, though? Do you think it can happen? Do you feel it right now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been developing charts and graphs about my flow. <laughs> yeah, there it is. God, I missed it. Can we all go on another trip so I all week listen? So. I keep missing calls from my mom and my sister, and they're like, it's going to thunderstorm. It's like, <laughs> I think I'll live. Thank you. Wait, is it going to be live. bad, bad? I don't know. They were like, I'll They're read texting it. you about it. It says, hey, Vixter, <laughs> thunderstorms rolling into Pittsburgh soon in capital letters. <laughs> Hope you're somewhere dry. <laughs> Wait, is it that My mom bad? just like sees me in a field, just like, no, I wish I would have known that there was going to be thunderstorms. <laughs> I'm truly like so babied. It's not healthy. You're just soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> just getting violently pummeled by rain. That's how she pictures me. <laughs> truly, my sister called me twice. My mom called me twice. Like, what? Oh my god, wow. I'm dying. I'm just outside in the rain, <laughs> rolling in the garbage. <laughs> it's not even that bad. It's fine. I'm looking out the window and it's. Yeah, actually, I'm looking at the window, and the weather is looking like it's warmer. But it's not. Than it is here. But it never is gonna be because you know where we are. Pittsburgh, pa. (laughs) (laughs) I love like your stutter. (laughs) You like almost like you weren't sure. (laughs) Yeah. Like is it? Pittsburgh. Pa. Like is it ma? Yeah, you're moving. To ma. To Ma from Pa. From Pa. Yeah. Oh. I think that's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to introduce you as a regal gentleman mm. who, you know, you, you sometimes you drink a little too much coffee, mm. but it never shows. Always cool, calm, collected, except for when your hand's shaking before a meeting sometimes five years ago. Mm. Which surprises happens. me that your hand would shake because I think of you as like... um. The, the son from The Godfather, you know, when he goes and he murders or something's going on in the hospital <laughs> and then he lights a cigarette and the other guy's hands are shaking and yeah. you're as cool as a cucumber. So I would like to point out, my hands were not shaking. Mm. They were jittery, mm. which is a teeny tiny shake. So it's a jitter. Almost imperceptible to the untrained eye. Mm. Yeah, exactly. This is the jitter corner. Yeah. And now, especially when I'm going to go off caffeine, 
it's going to be, I'm going to kill that jitter. Allegedly. Oh. I'm yeah. thinking if it's if the door's still open, I might flirt with a little shot of that. Today? Maybe in a little bit. Whoa! I'm going to take it with you. Shots. <laughs> Caffeine. We've had so much coffee. He's celebrating caffeine today. But sorry, your introduction of him was he's a regal guy, cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Did you say rural? Regal. Regal. Sometimes, you know, sometimes can't be bothered, you know, buys nice ass couches and then is afraid they're going to collapse three months later because it's just how you are. You're a little fancy and you're a little more bougie than both of us. And it's yeah. fine. Uh-huh. It's just who you are. <laughs> Hey, Jack. Yeah. When you're walking down the street, there's like a mom and a little girl, and she's like, Mommy, is that a prince? Oh, my God. And she's like, yes, that's a prince. And the kid's like, Mommy, how come there's only a single step out of his locker? (laughs) (laughs) Why did he throw the rest of it away? Wait, why isn't he taking his nice couch at the bottom when he moves? (laughs) And she's like, Rebecca? (laughs) Those couches might collapse. The prince knows this. <laughs> He's all knowing. <laughs> oh, God. It's, a, it's Rebecca. And that's you. <laughs> Thank you. Rebecca grows up to marry Jeremy. Oh, yeah. God. Thank God. She's like, what are you trying to hint there? <laughs> I was trying to hint that that's the Rebecca as a oh. child. Oh, we're going back in the past. Mm-hmm. We're going back in the past. <laughs> Wow. You're like a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> you're dressed so nice as a little boy, but yeah. your head's the same size. Yeah, same size like, head. Yeah, uh-huh. like, did I grow up to be Jeremy? <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. Oh, that's another thing I learned from our Boston trip is we all have lots of voices that we do I all know. day. Mm-hmm. You did. Mm-hmm. You did. You had dude, a weird lisp. <laughs> Come on, dude. Dude. Oh my god, I forgot about it. Oh, <laughs> How could you forget? Uh, That's another thing about you. You'll be on board with an inside joke for about mm, two days, then you'll forget it. Then <laughs> yeah, it's so just true. gone. A little sore right, Kat. What? <laughs> and it's just who you are. You got limited RAM because you're making robots. Yeah, you've got uh, limited RAM. Oh so your boy God. has a little bit of room for an inside joke, and you can have some fun with him for about mm, 48 hours, then it's gone. <laughs> Yeah, it's out the window. Uh, to remind you of the joy that we uh, shared. Remember Lil Zoy right Kim? How could you wing it? Yeah, then it, then it makes us feel like it's just ours or something. Is it to be my rap name for like the whole week? Yeah. <laughs> All week. All week we called you. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my jaws God. hurt, dude. Like Well, is there anything else we wanna discuss? I had something, but I don't remember. Wrap so. up. So maybe next episode. Any more grievances we want to air out? I would like to air a grievance with myself, which is just that if we're going to be recording this, I want to put it on myself to edit it and put it out. And that's the Cal guarantee is we're going to be making this happen a little more. But you know what? I think we should, and this is probably getting too wholesome, but like we should help you do that. In the Mm. sense, and that that doesn't have to be like editing. It can be, for example, Decision fatigue. So you're like, this is too much. Just mm-hmm. throw it on the group. We'll just quickly reply and like make it like a thing yeah. where you don't get, we don't get stuck. We keep things moving and mm-hmm. that's how we can help each other. I could provide a cheesecake for when you're editing because <laughs> I don't know anything about technology. But it's really more of a 
yeah a decision thing mm -hmm. it's exactly. like what okay. what do we want in what do we want out exactly. is there anything you want removed and also the mm. timing thing and i think vicky i think we should always take vicky's feedback because she's just I'm talking about her as if she's not here, but like, you know what I mean. I don't, I don't know what you mean. You think I, I have a good opinion? Can yeah. I share a story about sure. that illustrates this concept? Yeah. Today at breakfast, we're going to sit down and I'm thinking, oh I want to sit God. on, I want to sit on the same side as one E so mm. I can stretch my legs out under the table because mm. as we established in my first introduction, I'm long, I'm not tall. Mm -hmm. I'm long. Mm -hmm. So this length has to go somewhere under the table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to sit down, and meanwhile, you share that you were thinking about the seating arrangement on a whole different yeah. plane of existence. Go! <clears throat> yeah, so Kyle's never been to Pamela's, and Pamela's has all these pictures. It's got a whole diner aesthetic that's very retro. It's a nice place, but we're put in this, like, booth seat that's, like, in a corner, and so I think Kyle's never been here before. I'll sit on the side that's, like, facing this, like, box and a door and garbage. <laughs> And like a chef that comes out every like five minutes to like take a deep breath and like <laughs> sigh. <laughs> Anywho, so I'm thinking Cal needs the better view of Pamela's. This is his first Pamela's experience. <clears throat> but what did he do? He sat next to me <laughs> in the same shitty view as I did. And now Vicky's looking at me as if I did something wrong. You should have sat next to me. <laughs> you should have been thinking, what would give Cal the best view of Pamela's? Yeah. I mean, but I even mean, even Cal didn't think about it. Like we were just like on, we were we were not there, dude. Like what is that? Is that did that ever cross your mind while we were getting into the booth? Two things. One, no, never crossed my mind. <laughs> Second thing, now, whenever I enter a room, both of you better be prioritizing what my eyes see. Uh -huh. We need vices, though. Did we talk about that? I think we did on our self-help episode. Oh, yeah. Self-help episode. Wait, can I In give you guys homework? Sure. I think you need a solo app next. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Uh-huh. What, what would we, what are what we, we would talk about? Exactly. Fan, oh, you fan, know what we always... Fans of Creme Brunei. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> Brene. So I was reading Brene, and she said, "Well, that's what we talk about." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not. Wait, I'm maybe not I just talk about Brene a lot. Yeah, I'm yeah. seeing a common denominator. You're here. not a fan of Brene. Well, let's I mean, bleep no. that out because that's blasphemy. <laughs> I'm calling her. I, I wanna like going forward. I'll be calling her Creme. Creme Brene. Creme Brene. Creme Brene. <laughs> I love it. That's creative. I think we would end up because talking about. Is, she is hard on the outside, but like softy on the inside, right? She said that. She's like acts out this way where... Yeah, but her motto is soft front, strong back, wild heart. So. Soft front. Soft front. Stiff. Soft front. <laughs> yeah. Strong back. Okay. It means, you know, have a... Don't be... Okay. I'll tell you the opposite of soft front, strong back. And that's defended front, weak spine. Okay. Does that help paint the picture? So you're outwardly looking for the world to be against you. You're acting yeah. out defensively yeah. because you really have no foundation. Yeah. So it's like you're gonna get hurt. You're because and then you're so guarded that you're not letting good things come in. But if you have a soft front, you're letting good things come in, good experiences, and sometimes something bad will happen. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did we, wait, did we hear a little Bobby there? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes something bad was going to happen, and you'll have a strong spine. Oh so your spine's God. strong, so you're good. Because you can handle it. 
And also you have a wild heart. Let's throw that in there, okay? Yeah, where is that one I don't, coming that from? That just is an extra bonus. Wild heart. I don't yeah. know. I like to just picture a heart being like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> Aortic valve. <laughs> Doing the worm. Just having a ball. Yeah. Life's the trip. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, that's a nice... <laughs> any closing thoughts from anyone else? I have a quick question. Uh, did you guys, have you guys ever, like in those movies, now that we've been talking about coffee and alcohol... Do you guys ever mix it? Have you ever mixed it? Have you ever put like, you know those movies where... Yeah, like I've an Irish it. coffee. Yeah. Oh wait, I have had an Irish coffee. Irish coffee, yes, but like just in a blatant sort of mix where you've just gone like... Mm. Have you mixed... Have you had a... I've had this shot where they mix like five different types of alcohol. In no other... It was just a stupid ass house party where just doing stupid shit. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Never Those mind. are your closing words. Yes. <laughs> Have you guys ever put alcohol in yeah. coffee? <laughs> and take one sip and then throw it away. <laughs> super important, super important. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I I have. I've had an Irish coffee. And if I may brag right now, I've had an Irish coffee in Ireland. Alright? <laughs> so, it was delicious. And I was 18 years old, so it was extra exciting. Well, the joke's on you because I've had Irish coffee in downtown. Whoa! Bragging, braggadocious. Yes, it's probably better than Ireland. Whatever that is. <laughs> Ireland, what, Michigan? Ireland, Michigan. <laughs> okay. All right, well, we'll be back this time, same place, next week, this month, <laughs> next year. Hope you all have a happy Halloween, a great Christmas. <laughs> and uh, have a great 2022. Yeah.